Let us get going. Today's daf is daf ayin dalid, page seventy-four, and the halakha meseches kedushin, and we are on daf ayin dalid. We pick up with Omar of Nachman. We already made a lot of headway yesterday. We're about nine or ten lines from the top of the Amud. First words on the line are Omar Rav Nachman. All right, beautiful. So we just gave three cases where um, we gave three cases where um, somebody is going to be believed if they tell us the information immediately. Remember that, right? We gave three cases. For example, one case was in a Sufi. If you have a child and parents come running and they say, oh, that's my kid. Or a midwife telling us which child is the Bukhar. Right. And we said also if uh, the third case was a, a woman who said the three women laying in a bed and they get up and there's one drop of blood underneath them, they would all be Tomei, unless one woman immediately does a check, realizes she's the Tomei one, then the other two are off the hook. Okay? okay? We gave other examples as well. We left off if somebody sells something to two men. Also, there's only a certain point that he's believed to. And that's where we pick up at this stage of the Gemara. Okay. Ayin Dalit Amar Aleph, nine, ten lines from the top of the Amud, Amar of Nachman. Amar of Nachman, Nachman says, Shleishonem ala Bachar. There's three people who are believed to tell us that a child has the holiness of a firstborn. Who are the three people that are believed? The Elohim. Chaya, the midwife, the one who helped with the birth. Oviv, a guy coming and claiming, I'm the father, and this is my Bachar. Or Ve'imai, a mother, not claiming, but stating that this child of her of hers is the oldest. Okay, now the reason why I use the word Claim by father, not by mother, is because the truth is, every father is more of a claim than a mother. A mother is automatic. A child, it's a fascinating halacha. See, in, in our minds, we don't think like this. You're like, oh, you're a parents. But if you think about it on a deeper level, a mother were guaranteed as a mother. Because you see the child emerge from her body. A father is never guaranteed. The, how do I know that, that my child is my child? I don't. It's a chazaka. There's a status that if my wife had kids, most, most relations that a woman has with her husband, you could assume whoever her husband is, is, is the father. But it's more of a claim than by a mother. A mother's a guarantee. Okay? Now, says the Gemara, Chaya la'alter. A midwife is believed immediately. Only if she tells us immediately this is the kid, firstborn, we believe it. Imai kol shiva. A mother is believed throughout the first week Aviv la'ilam. A father is believed la'ilam. Okay, believe forever. Now this is fascinating. Fascinating, fascinating. We're going to get into this. Rashi says, Rashi says, the first seven days is on the mom. Now this is not, if anybody's ever been a zaycha to be a father, there's, there's, a, there's a, a story out there. Story out there. It's a joke. But... There's a, uh, a couple that has a baby. And the mother says to the father, baby, baby smells, change the baby's diaper. He says, uh, I'll change the next one. Okay. So she changes the baby's diaper. A couple hours later, she says, change the baby's diaper. He says, no. She says, what do you mean? I thought you said you're changing the next one. He said, I meant the next kid. The next kid I'll change. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not changing this kid. Yeah, so what is it? What's the joke about? It says the Gemara here 
the first seven days, the mother is pretty much with the baby constantly. I'm going to rely on her. Once the child has a bris mila, after the bris, where he comes, tachas, this week's parasha, parasha lechlecha, where he comes underneath the wings of the shechina, now it's the father's responsibility to mamish, like, be in touch, to, to recognize this child. It becomes the father's duty to, to take care of this kid. Kiditanya, like we learned in a brisa. Like we learned in a brisa, Yakir, Yakirenu Lacherim, says this that he recognizes means Yakirenu Lacherim, he could identify him Lacherim, okay? He, he, for others. He could say, This is my Bechar. Mikanam Rabbi Yehuda, Neman Adam Laimar, Zebini Bechar. A father's believed to say, This is my son who's the Bechar. The same way a father's believed to say, This is my Bechar, this is my firstborn kid. The father's also believed to say, that the, this kid is a chalal. In other words, I had relations with a divorcee. I had relations with a chalutza. This kid is not fit to be a kayan. Nacham say he is not trusted to be believed. They say he cannot identify his son as a chalal. Go ahead. What does that have to do with this kid? He say, he's telling us about his own kid. He says, my kid should not be a kohen. Because I know his mother is, I, I married a divorcee. He knows that the mother is a divorcee? Is yeah, if you have a coin who marries a divorcee. Oh, I, I didn't hear that. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't hear that part. So uh, I'll, I'll give you a classic case. Classic case. You have a coin and his wife and son who show up to town. They have a 15-year-old kid. And they move to Yerushalayim from Texas. They walk into shul and they say to the father, "No, kain levi Yisrael. They want to give you an aliyah." He says, "I've been a kain." He says, "I'm a kain." Okay, so they give him aliyah of kain. No problem. The next time they read from the Torah, they say, "They say the kid, what's your name?" He says, "No, no, no. My son is not a kain." Say, how could you be a kain and your son's not a kain? So he says, "My wife's a divorcee. I, I married a divorcee, and therefore this kid's a chol. He doesn't have the status of a kain." There's a machlekas whether we believe him or not. That's right. But Machlaika is whether we trust him to say that my son does not have a status of a Kayan. Rabbi Yehuda says he does. The same way we trust him to say he's a Bechar, we trust him to say he's a problem, he's a Chalo, the Chachamim say no. A father's trusted to elevate his kid, he's not trusted to demean his kid. If we know, we will research it and we find out this guy Taka married a divorcee and this is the mother, so then we're going to do it. But we don't just rely on a person. It's a fascinating there's so much to learn from this, by the way. I'm personally walking away from this in that a father never, it's never a father's place to put down a kid. Never your place to put down your kid. People say, oh, every father thinks his kid's the best kid in the world. Not true. Yeah. But even if it is, it should be like that. It should be like that. Yeah. That, that's our duty. That's our, that's our responsibility to advocate for them and lift them up. A father says his kid's a chal, says the chum, we'll do that by ourselves. You as a dad don't need to do that. You lift your kid up, don't put him down. Two dots. Two dots about one third of the way down on Ayin Dalai Here we go. The Mishnah said, Abishol Hayakari Lishtuki Beduki. Abishol would call a shtuki, he would give him the name of Beduki. Now we explained what's a shtuki, a child who knows his mother, and when he says, Mom, you know, it's Father's Day, I want to give my dad a card. Who's my father? And his mother says, Shh, we don't talk about that. Yeah? So, 
so we call him a shtuki. Abishol would call this type of kid a baduki. My baduki. What does it mean, baduki? We check out the mom. And she says, the kosher nevalti. And she says that, you know, his father was permitted to me. Then we trust her. Kiman, who's that following? Kirabing Gamliel, Tanina, Chadazimna. We already learned previous. We already learned uh, yeah previously in the Mishnah. The time we learned in a Mishnah in in elsewhere. Uberes. If a woman is pregnant, woman shows up. She's pregnant. Out of wedlock, she's not married. And we say to her, Oh, listen, you're in high school, you're in college. We thought you're single. Now you're pregnant. Who's the father? Amra Lahem, and she says, You should know it is Meish Pliny Vikayanu. Blank cone got me pregnant. Rabbi Gamliel of Rabbi Lezer, I'm in a menace. Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Lezer says, We trust her, and therefore, when this kid's born, he's going to have the status of a cone. Yeah, this kid will be a Kohen because we trust her. He will have. Yeah, because we believe her. Rabbi Shuaimer, Laimi Pia Anuchay. No, we don't live by her mouth, meaning we don't rely on her. The Amar of Yudah Amar Shmuel, Halacha Rabbi Gamliel. The Halacha is like Rabbi Gamliel, which is we do believe her. Says the Gemara. Now we have a problem. Because if we're believing her, then this is a Mishnah in Ksubis telling me I trust her. Why would our Mishnah here be telling me that same Chiddush? That, oh, she says a Baduki, so what does it mean? That we question her and she says she had relations, we trust her. I know from here that we trust her. Rabbi Gamliel said, you trust a woman to say that she had relations with a Kayin. Says the Gemara, you're, you're right, it says it twice. However, one Psak was given over to tell us that she is allowed to, she is uh, able to be with a Kayin. And the other one is to tell us that, that uh, any daughter that comes out of it is going to be kosher to a Kohen as well. Okay? Yeah, no, it's for herself. If she says, I had relations with a Kayin and she's out of wedlock, right. she, she, so these relations are permitted relations, and she's going to keep her status as a Kohenist. She could keep eating chuma with her family. She Who could. This woman who's pregnant. She's a Kohenist? Yeah, let's say she's a Kohenist. Let's say, we don't know. But if she were to be a Kohenist, and she tells us that the guy I had relations with was a Kohen, even though they're not married, it's, she doesn't become possible. Yeah. So, so one time she tells me that she's she fine. Lose her. That's right. Her rights to eat truma. We don't consider her a zaina. She's still a kahenas. She's a kahenas. She just she wasn't married when she became pregnant. And the other psak of Abishol is to tell us that if let's say this child turns out to be a girl, the halacha is we're going to believe the mother to say that this child was fit. And she's capable of marrying a kite. According to the opinion says that we she's fit. I would think that the that the girl is possible. According to the who says that if she's still allowed to eat truma, certainly that means that any child, any future daughters that she has, the, the daughters having from this relation, is also able to eat truma. Send there's no added chiddush. Abishol What's his novel idea? Again, let's let's just keep a broader picture. It's very simple. The Gemara wants to know why you give me a redundant halacha. Like we already said, we trust a woman to say who she had relations with. Abishol saying it here. Why is Abishol saying it? It's redundant. I already know that it's what well, we believe her. 
Mar says, no, I'll tell you why. Rabbi Gamliel says we believe her as far as her own status. Abishol says we believe her as far as the child's status. Says the Gemara, but there's an opinion that says if she's okay, the kid's okay. So I still don't need Abishol. Answers the Gemara, Abishol, Adifa mid Rabbi Gamliel. Well, Abishol is stronger than Rabbi Gamliel. If I were only to rely on Rabbi Gamliel, Havamino, I would have thought to say, Hasim over there, derived chair and Metzla. You have a single girl. She's pregnant. And we're like, hey, lady, who'd you have relations with? Most people in town are kosher to her. Okay? Most people, there's no problem. Why? She's a single girl. If she be a married woman, one problem. Nobody. She's a single girl. So, biblically, every man is muttered her unless they're, like, related to her. In a way, absurd. Most of the men in this area. So, since Rav Ksheri Metzla, and she comes and tells us, listen, it was a kosher guy, we'll say, listen, it makes a lot of sense. Aval, but Hechad Rav Psula Metzla, in a case where most people are puzzled to her, for example, let's say she's married, Emelai, I would say we don't trust her, therefore Tzricha, Abishol is letting me know that even in a situation where most men aren't believed to, or, or, aren't going to be, uh, are going to be permitted to her, Still we trust her. Still we trust her. If she comes and says, hey, you know, the father is this guy, we trust the woman to say who she had relations with. Omar Rabbah, Allah Abishol. Rabbah says, Allah is like Abishol, we're lenient, and we rely on her to tell us who the father is, and the kid is kosher. Period. End of that Gemara. Next mission. Here we go. Kol ha'asurim lovay v'kaha. Any person who is forbidden to marry into one of the congregations of Klal Yisrael. Mutarim They are permitted to intermarry with each other. In other words, a mamzer can marry a shtuki. Mamzer can marry a shtuki. Rebuda says no. If we have a guaranteed status for where they come from, then we know for a, then we could say they're allowed to marry each other. Whenever you have a doubt, it's going to be usher. Let me explain. If you have somebody who's a mamzer, any doubt as to their status? No, they're a mamzer. Somebody who's an asufi. What's the problem of an asufi? Is there an intrinsic problem? Or is it just that I don't know who the parents are? And therefore, there's reason to believe maybe the mother and father were abandoning the kid because he's a mamzer. But it's a suffix. You don't know for sure. You don't know for sure. And that's if he's a kid who's gathered in. It's quite possible that for whatever reason, the, the parents lost their kid. So it's a suffix problem. You can't marry into the kahal, into the regular kahal. But it's, a, it's not because there's an intrinsic problem. So therefore, says the Gemara, whenever you have a case of suffix, that suffix is going to have an issue. Okay? What's the case of a child who's in this like suffix shidduch pool? Shtuki. You don't know who the father is. Asufi. We don't know who either parent is. And also the kusi. And also the kusim. Okay. Um, the problem with a kusi, as we've explained previously, they converted out of fear. Their whole conversion is questionable. Even after they converted, and even if you're going to tell me they're Jewish, the Kusim never accepted Tereshav Now, if you live Tereshav Eksav, 
without Torah Shabbat Peh, let me tell you something. Good chances, your kids are mamzer. Because you can't understand the halachas of anything without the rabbi's interpretation. Can't understand it. When it says in the Torah, don't work on Shabbos. What, what does that mean? What's malacha? Can't keep Shabbos without Torah Shabbat Peh. And the list, goes, it's just an example. It goes on and on. So Gemara says, uh, the Mishnah says that um, Akusi as well also is going to be always have a status of suffix. Okay. Zok the Gemara, the Gemara says, Michael, Asun, love the What do we mean in the beginning of the Mishnah? He says, everybody who's forbidden to enter the Kahal. Elim, if you're referring to Mamzerim, Nasidim, Shtuki, Vasufi, Hotanale, Resha, we learned that in the previous Mishnah. They can marry with each other, so this mission is not adding any new ideas. Visu and Fetermod, Rabbi says, Ahai, what are we talking about in the Mishnah? If we're talking about somebody who has a Vade problem, intermarrying with somebody who is a Suffolk problem, but then the Mishnah we say, When you have a certain problem, then you can marry with other certain problems. But also, whenever you're uncertain, whenever you're in a doubt, you can't marry anybody else because you know why? Your doubt, let's say you have two stukis, a male and a female. See, they're both doubtful. It's quite possible that the man is Taka Mamzer and the girl's not. Each, each doubt is a problem. So you can't even say that stukis and stukis can get married. Understand why stukis should not be allowed to marry a stuki? And Nasufi should not be allowed to marry a Nasufi. I have a kid who was abandoned. A male. A female who was abandoned. Brought into two different families. They're now Baran Bas Mitzvah. The parents say, this is perfect. Let's make a Shidduch. The question is, are you allowed to do that? I'll tell you a reason why not. Do we know if the kids are of problematic yichus? You don't know. They're just abandoned. It's quite possible there's problematic yichus by one and not the other. And if that's true, even two Asufis can't get married. Even two Asufis should not be allowed to get married. Because an Asufi is not a status in and of itself, it's just an expression of a Suffolk. If I'm a Suffolk and you're a Suffolk, who says our two Sufikas line up? Maybe I'm actually fine and you're not actually fine. Michal Davyudo Isirle, which seems to imply that Rabbi Yehuda does not agree with Rabbi Yezer. V'chitim Rabbi Yehuda Ager Mamzerah, as if you're going to say says, that a uh, that uh, he holds that a ger is not allowed to marry a mamzeres midi ger mamzeres katani. That's not the case of the Mishnah. Kol asurim lebegalgadani doesn't give us a specific case. It says anybody who's ushered to marry into the kehila, and that's not true because that's who's not allowed to marry into the kehila of the congregation. A mamzer, a nasin, a stuki, an asufi, a convert is the regular Yisrael shidduch so that can't be referring to somebody who converts to Judaism. The only thing about a convert is that he can marry or she can marry anybody. says, This is what we mean. Anybody who's forbidden to enter the, the congregation of Kahuna, who says, permitted to, uh, to marry each other. Even if you have somebody who is, who is uh, younger than three, or a mamzer, or a nasen, they're allowed to intermarry with each other. And that's where Rebuta says, Asr, that they're not allowed to marry with each other. Maybe we're dealing with more than three years old in a day, and we're following the halacha of Rev Shimon Bar Yechai. Now again, let's remind ourselves, last week we learned 
that a girl who's over three years old in a day can have, it's called a bia. Somebody has relations with her. If she's younger than three years old in a day, it, there's no such thing as bia. Okay? Now the problem is that if you have somebody who converts older than age three, there's, there's an assumption that she's been violated and therefore would not be permitted to marry a kayan because she could take on a status of somebody who's uh, forbidden to be with a kayan because she had forbidden relations even if it's against her will. Imkain, says the Gemara, Imkain, if so, mitzidot tavra, we have the tavra, the brokenness of this at hand. Okay. And therefore, it, the, the whole uh, halacha would be a contradiction, or we'll call it, it'll, it'll knock it off from itself. So you see from over here, it says the Gemara, let's pause for a minute. It says the Gemara, you see from over here that according to Tanakama, who argues, who doesn't make mention, of the three-year thing, he just says in general, the status, if you have the status, you have a name of a Gairis, you have a name of it, it's going to be usher to marry a Kayin. Okay? And therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says that our Mishnah is not following Rosh Hashanah it's not, it's not following Rosh uh, otherwise this, these halachas would not pan out. Uchlalahu. Alright, here we go. Says the Gemara. Uchlalahu. And the rule is, Everybody who's permitted to marry into Kahuna, they can marry with each other. That's the rule. Says the Gemara, what? All that can marry what? Kahuna. Anybody can marry, <coughs> marry each other. Yeah, if you're only forbidden to a Kohen, that means you can marry into any other congregation. That's the rule. So the Gemara says, what? What about Malmana? A widow. Who's a widow permitted to marry? Everybody. They can marry any Yisrael, but the only person that they're forbidden to, like a convert, the only person they're forbidden to is a Kayin. And this woman who's forbidden to marry into Kahuna, for example, a widow to a Kangado or a divorcee, could she marry a Mamzer? No. So don't tell me everyone who can't marry a Kayan can intermarry. It's not true. You can have a regular Yisraelis who happens to be divorced. She still can't marry a Mamzer guy. Mamzer can't marry a regular divorcee. So where does this statement come from? Everybody is forbidden to go and get married with each other. Besu and furthermore, ha mutter ha what does it mean that if you're allowed to marry into the Kahuna, then you can't marry a Mamzer? That's not true either. If I get what about a ger? Mutter bekehenes. You have a man who converts to Judaism. Can he marry a kohenes? Absolutely, no problem. He's allowed to marry a kohenes. So he can marry into kahuna. and he can marry anybody. Like we said, a person who converts to Judaism can marry. He, he's got the the broader shidduch pool. So either way, your statement isn't true. Says the Gemara, you're right. You're right. Ella rather This is what we mean called Anybody who their daughter would not be allowed to marry a Kayan. Then they are mutter to uh, their mutter to marry 
with each other. This is the Gemara that's coming up later. We're going to have to wait on this specific halachu. And we're saying the rule is, any situation where, you have a, where the, the, the couple's daughter won't be allowed to marry, can marry each other. Says I'm going to bash that again. What about a case of a chol that marries Yisrael? So you have a, a, a son of a, a kohen marries a divorcee. They have a son. This son does not have a status of a kohen because it's a forbidden marriage, right? Kohen marries a divorcee. This child's a chol. That chol can marry a regular Yisrael. And that daughter cannot marry a kohen. Yeah. The Kayin Asrali Sabitai. Your daughter cannot marry a Kayin. A Kayin cannot marry that daughter. Daughter from. From a Chalo. From a Chalo. Yeah. From a Chalo who married. Right. Sure this is. This is it's, confu- it's another halach that's coming up in Tudaf. But there's a Mishnah later on. You know what? Instead of being vague. Let, if we could keep our fingers on the place for a moment and turn to that daf. Let's turn to daf ayin zayin for a moment. It's a very interesting mission on daf ayin zayin. Okay? And I'll show you what it is. It's on top of daf ayin zayin. It's a, uh, is right on top of the page. 77a. Yeah, let's, let's turn the whole mission together. I know it's not this daf, but it'll, it's going to clarify a lot of what we're going through and what's coming up. Okay. If you have, let, let, me, let me give a little introduction to this Mishnah. If you have a mamzer that marries a mamzeres, are they allowed to get married? Yes or no? Can a mamzer marry a mamzeres? Yes. yes. No problem. That child is a regular Yisrael pool or is he a mamzer pool? It, their child is going to be a mamzer or no? A mamzer. Interesting, you're right. The child will be a mamzer. Even though this child comes from an absolutely permitted relationship. Right? So you say, does a mamzer mean somebody who comes from a forbidden relationship? Not necessarily so. You could be a second generation mamzer where your parents were allowed to marry and should marry and you're still a mamzer. So here's where our mission is going to pick up. Interesting, let's pause and, and let's think. If you have a cholol, a child whose father's a Kohen, but his mother's a divorcee. Whose father's a Kohen. And his mother's a divorcee. Yeah. He's a Cholo. Can he marry a regular Jewish girl? Yeah, no problem. A Cholo can marry a regular. The only th- thing about a Cholo is that he's lost the status of Kahuna. They have a child. Is that child called a chalol? Is the child of a chalol called a chalol the same way the child of a mamzer is called a mamzer? Or not? No. Okay, so that's this Mishnah. Right? So that's really, just to clarify, the discussion of this Mishnah is, what do we call families of chalolim? People come from a chalol. Is it like mamzerim? Or not? Alright. So here we go. Says the Mishnah of of Zav of Daf Ayin Zayin 77a. Bas Cholol Zacher. The daughter of a Cholol father, Psula Menakahula Lailam. She 
cannot marry a Kayan. Ever. Ever. Got it? If your father is a Cholo, you cannot marry a Kayan, which means like Mamzerus, I mean, the, girl can the girl, if it's a girl. So what does she do? She says, I'm not going to marry a Kayan, I'm going to marry a Yisrael. So now you have the girl who's a Chalala marrying a Yisrael. Their kid is fine. Their kid is no longer limited from marrying a Kohen. She can marry the Kohen. Let's say you have a man Cholo who marries a Yisrael, also totally fine. The girl cannot marry a Kayan, which means she has the status of a Chalala. And once you have the status of a Chalala, you cannot marry a Kayan. Okay, let's keep going. Rabbi Huda Aimer, Basker Zachar, Kebas Chalal Zachar. That the same thing holds true when it comes to the name Ger, the name convert. The same way the name Chalal could keep for a generation, the name Ger could keep. For a generation. Okay? The, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Rebuta says the opposite. Rebuta says it does not. Rebuta says if you have, let's say, a man who converts to Judaism and marries a regular Jewish woman, that child is like the child of a, uh, of a male chal. Okay? Child of a, of a, of a male chal. All right. And yeah, and it's going to be puzzle from Kahuna. The guy, the guy converted and he married... His daughter also has the status of a ger. His daughter will also have the status of a ger. And take on whatever, whatever those halachas are. She'll enter the ger pool. Okay? Rebbe Yaakov says, Yisrael Shnasigir, let's say it's not a, a man who converts. Let's say it's the wife who converts. And the, the, the husband has always been Jewish. Then the, the daughter could marry a Kai. Because keep in mind something. This seems like a big chiddish. Seems like a novel idea. But notice something. Remember, what did we learn? Whenever you have a permitted relationship, what lineage does the child take? The father. A child always takes the father's lineage. Here, the ger is doing the right thing by marrying a regular Jewish woman. Or you have a Yisrael doing the right thing. So their daughters are always going to take on the status of the father. Okay? Let's say a ger marries a gyeris. So both couples converted. Both couples, both husband and wife convert. That child will be like them and have the status of a of a ger. If you have both husband and wife being converts and having the status of converts, it keeps going. Until one of them, one of the parents is Yisrael, and then it'll end in the next generation. says, no, if you have a ger who marries a giyiris, both of them convert to Judaism, you should know that child does not have the status at all of a convert. That child, as if she's born after the conversion, is born into like a native Yisrael, 
and she's going to have all the prohibitions of uh, of a born Jew, and she doesn't have that broader shidduch pool. Okay, that's the machlekes. That's the mission. Now let's turn back to our Gemara. Let's turn back to our Gemara. Again, we're in the middle of Daf Ayin Dalid Omud Beis. Says the Gemara. Uchlalu, back. We're going back a line. The whole kain aser lisa is bitay. Any person whose uh, whose daughter cannot marry a kain who turns love is ebezeh. Harei chol shnas abas yisrael. What about chol marries abas yisrael? The kain aser lisa bitay vasur nami love is ebezeh. Still aser to marry each other. You have the status of a chol, but you can't marry a mamzer. Like Kasha could have destroyed Ben Yehuda. We're following the halacha of Rav Destoy Ben Yehuda, who says that that um, the child of a cholol could marry a kain. The kain also leaves to be also nami lovei zebezeh. The su hamotar also varei gershon also bas yisrael. The kain motli says bitoi mutar lovei zebezeh. El amar of Nachman bar El amar of Nachman amar Rabbi Baravua. We're dealing with a, a, a fascinating case. The case is where there's different ways to take on the status of a mamzer. Um, you, the child's going to be a mamzer, what we call in, in uh, right? Uh, I don't even want to, you know, in English they say a mamzer is like a bastard. It's not true. It's the wrong translation because I believe in the dictionary at least. A, isn't a, a bastard have a status of anybody who wasn't married, even if you're at a wedlock? I don't know. I'm not sure how it's translated in the in the in uh, a dictionary, but it's it's not really the right word. It's not really the right word for it. But uh, a mamzer is somebody who comes from a relationship where the the law the transgression is kares or misa shemayim. It's a strong transgression. Okay. Tanakama Savar, the Tanakama holds Afilu Mamzer Nami Mamzer. If you have a brother and sister that had relations, that is a kares problem. So that if a child comes from that relation, that child's coming from a kares obligation, and you're a mamzer. Buddha says, no. You should know if let's say you have a brother and sister who have relations, that child does not have the status of a mamzer. Because there's no chiyav misa bidei adam. There's no death penalty. It's a chiyav kares. In order to be a mamzer, you need to have a death penalty down here, capital punishment. Me'ishas ish, have a mamzer, me'achosay, le'ev a mamzer. Only if this uh, kid's a mamzer because the, his mother was married at the time that she had relations with this other guy is a mamzer. Says Gemara, my kamashalon. What's the novel idea? Tanina, we already learned in the Mishnah, Ezu mamzer, what's a, who has the status of a mamzer? Kol shehu b'layavai. Anytime it's forbidden, uh, any uh, any person who's included in the pasuk of layavai bikal Hashem again Rebbe Kiva says even if the Torah says don't do it it's a lav you're a mamzer Bekiva said it's not about how severe the penalty is if the Torah says you can't you're a mamzer if they do that's what Rebbe Kiva is very strict no you have to have the level of kares. And we pass them like him. It's a matter of Misa's Bezdin. Okay? So again, I already know this Machlaikas about who's, who's called a Mamzer. The difference between the opinions of the Mishnah is a Ger from Amun and Mayav. 
anybody is forbidden to enter the regular congregation of Klal So remember, we learned that if somebody con- converts from Amin Amayav, they can't marry in. The males cannot marry in. Now they can marry females who convert from their nations. Okay? So um, that's, this is the new case, that it wasn't included in the mission. Hither permitted <coughs> in uh, marrying with each other. Why does Ravida say you can't do that? It's not true. A, a, a ger of Amin and Mayav should be allowed to marry a mamzer. Says, Even though in general Ravida says that a, a regular convert cannot marry a mamzer. There's only a ger that can marry a regular Jewish girl. If you're, a person converts, now he's a regular Jew, so he can marry the regular shidduch pool. Right? He actually has a wider shidduch pool because there's less restraints on who he's allowed to marry. So that, there we say that he's not allowed to intermarry, he's not allowed to marry a mamzeris. They can't marry a regular Jewish girl because, again, the Torah says a convert of Amun cannot marry in light. Then they could marry a mamzeris. They don't have the prohibition of marrying a mamzeris. Okay. The kid who's nine years old in a day, which means his relations, his intercourse, have the status of Bia. A nine-year-old Amoni convert. A nine-year-old what? Amoni convert. Amoni, oh, uh-huh. okay. Okay? Or a nine-year-old Mamzer. Who has relations with a Kayhenes, a Levia, a Yisraelis. So he's nine years old. Are his relations called a relation? Yeah. Because once you're nine years old, your intercourse is called an intercourse. But he's a Ger, he's forbidden to them. Paslua. She now becomes Pasl. She becomes Pasl to a Kayan. She's going to take on the status of a Zaina. A Zaina is any woman who's had relations with somebody forbidden to her. Okay? Anybody whose kids cannot marry a Kayan, that person, if he has relations with a Jewish woman, will puzzle that woman up from marrying a Kayan. Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel says, top of tomorrow's daf, anytime. Um, a Kayan can marry someone's daughter, they can also marry his widow. Remember, a widow is allowed to marry a Kayan. Okay? A widow can marry a Kayan, she can't marry a Kayan Gogol. If you're not permitted to, to marry the daughter, you're also not permitted to marry this guy's uh, widow either. Why? Because having relations. Um, with the Mitzri Shani will get in the way of a woman being fit to a Kohen because she has the status of a Zaina. Now, the children that come out of that guy is going to be fit because they're going to be third generation Mitzrim. And both the Tanakam and Yaisi in their whole Machlaikas, the, their whole Machlaikas is based around the Halacha, which is learned out from a Kohen Gadol at the time that he marries in Almana. We're going to hold it here. It's the middle of a sugya, middle of a topic. Tomorrow we're going to restart with Tanur Rabbanon, five lines from the bottom. 
restart the brisa and uh, and get a little bit deeper into this uh, into this uh, fascinating uh, into this fasc- fascinating sugya. Nine thirty tomorrow morning, Arab Shabbos. Be there, be square. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening.